Beep, 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 beep. Uh, we got a video in here somewhere. Is this it? Uh, show 30 second countdown. Uh, intro. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. So keep the political commentary to yourself. Or as someone once said, shut up and dribble. So before we went live, JR joined the stream and my camera was pointed right here, except I wasn't wearing pants yet. And I was looking really hard for it. <laughs> uh, good afternoon, brother. What's up? What's up? You were saying something about large egos. Um, and small winkies. No. Um, they go hand in hand. This is not the same. Oh yeah, it's a different. What it, what was Austin's last name? Stack? No. The guy who won Crucible, Austin Hatfield. Hatfield. Sorry. It Hartman looks really similar to that. So I We were talking about we were talking about OG CrossFitters. That's why Austin Stack came to mind. Mm. Yeah, we're talking about OG CrossFitters and an OG CrossFitter who I sent a bit of a tactical nuke of a comment at. <laughs> <laughs> you know sounds probably, like a new sounds like just an average thursday for you probably unnecessarily okay stop that i don't go as hard as some of our friend group does but sometimes i you know sometimes yeah. the paint the paint gets chopped up i chopped the paint up a little bit yeah. oh, shit. um Rogue how you feeling next, after Rogue last is next thursday i feel like i got hit by a truck still really have you the worked uh the inevitable reality of two human beings that rely on me a lot still to survive hit me uh, at about 6.30 Monday morning. And I realized that I still have to take care of them. Mm. I wish I could have just laid on the couch all day and slept and responded to DMs and reposted stuff. But alas, I took the kids to school, uh, took one of the kids to the gym, started trying to put the pieces back together. But yeah, I've been like sleepwalking all week. It's been tough to, I've worked out every day, but I'm like slowly starting to sleep longer and longer each night because like I'm just coming down from the intense anxiety focus, whatever. So, nice. yeah. I set the tone Monday by okay. absolutely <laughs> clapping my butt cheeks. And I was probably the most sore I've been in like a year yesterday and Tuesday. What was the workout? Give it to us. I just did like a pretty nothing crazy wall ball biker workout, 35 cal biker, 50 wall ball, 30 cal, 35 cal biker, 50 wall ball, 35 cal biker, just like a little, you know, chipper. Um, and then I did our class workout, which was two rounds of 50 GHDs, 50 bodyweight deadlifts. And then I, at the, I rested like about one to one. And then at the 15 minute mark, I did that dot com DT piece. That's like 95 pounder. Five rounds, 24 deadlift, double eight, eight yeah. power clean. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, 12 shoulder overhead um, and some lifting and stuff and accessory in there. My quads and hamstrings were just annihilated. Quads, I think, from that wall ball and then going really hard on that 50 50 piece. And then, yeah, it's, it's quite the, what was, the what was the first workout of those three again? 
35 cal biker, 50 wall ball, 35 cal biker, 50 wall ball, 35 cal biker. Uh, for the audience, Taylor knows that that is not delineated as a chipper. He knows that. Okay. He said chipper. It's not really what he meant. Whatever. He knows, he knows that when you come back to a movement, it's technically not a chipper. Okay, guys, chill. Where's that in the dictionary though? That's what I find when we're talking about workout formats, <laughs> like especially like a couplet, a triplet, a chipper, like, cause you could call a triplet, a chipper, a little mini sure. chipper. But like, like Jackie, there, like is Jackie a triplet or is it a chipper? I consider right. it a mini chipper, but it's it is both. three moves. But it's both. I think that's that's such a weird thing where like I consider ah. We need James on here for this topic. Like if we we just need to get into the to the minor nuances and some may say some semantics of programming. Have, like, yeah, have they, do you think they've ever gone into the weeds like this? Like debated this? I don't know, but I bet James would like to come on and talk about stuff like that. Because like to me, when you say and I say it all the time. If something is an up and back chipper, it's not a chipper. A chipper, by definition, to me, means you do a movement and then you don't come back to it again. Okay, fuck not. So, what would you call so your then, first workout of twenty twenty? So, so then, what do you call it exactly? A like I, I would, I would still call it an up and back chipper or like a pyramid chipper or whatever. Chipper, but yeah, but it's yeah. just the, it's a cool conversation to have because I think a lot of people, especially who are new in CrossFit and are really want to get like the methodology. <laughs> Um, they, they want to be able to like refer to workouts by that. They want to be able to say, this is a classic couplet, or this is one, uh, this is a, this is a interval, um, triplet or whatever, you know, it's just cool to like, weeds on stuff like that. I've, you've been doing any of Ben Smith's workouts. I have not, but I've actually like saved several of them. I've been really impressed with his programming. Uh, I did that creativity standpoint. Yeah. And I really like to see the high level of difficulty. Is that like, I did. That's I did. I think people need to look at programmers in their gym. Like Ben, we know people doing his classes are like he and probably Laura and like Emily B. Roth and like Matthias Porter, like people who have been kind of there. Does he go there? I think he, he was training there for a while. Um, but like, that's really cool. Like you, you program for people that are going to be challenged that have won the CrossFit games, like he and Laura. And yeah. other people just scale down from that, which I think is really good. I did that power clean dumbbell bench double under workout and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm gonna do it at 205. 185 is a little is unnecessary. <laughs> I didn't need to I mean it was still a great workout and it wasn't real I don't think it was that much slower. I just probably could have done touch and go at 185. Maybe even would have been a good idea, but I did not at 205. Um this is first off, I don't believe that to the degree that they expressed it at all that that he does 85% of what's posted on .com cuz if he does if that's true who who are you, who are you talking about Jeff, Jeff Adler oh, okay yeah someone the uh the you having a conversation in your head that yeah, we didn't Nicole know about okay. sorry i was just going to up Nicole Christensen goes up there spends a couple of days and goes Jeff Adler does 85% of .com workouts he does 3 on 1 off he does the zone diet um I believe he does three on one off. I don't believe for one second that he does 85% of what's posted on .com because if he does, then he's repeating a workout every three, four weeks even, which at his level is wildly unnecessary, maybe even detrimental. I believe him. I think we should have his coach on his part, uh, his girlfriend. 
I would love to because I don't think Jeff said that, and I don't think his coach said that. I think I just that... know that we talked to her last year. God, it's crazy. It's been a year since we talked to her at Rogue, and she yep. was just awesome to talk to, and she really yep. knows her stuff programming wise. She's I would think would love to get as deep into the weeds as we wanted to, as far as that kind of stuff goes. Um, I I don't I've as much as I've enjoyed Ben's programming, the like one thing that I wish he would do, and I wonder if it was something he thought about doing because it's not anything Mainside ever does is to put like target times on stuff like uh let's just say he's tested all the workouts he's put out for main site and that dumbbell bench workout that he put out like if you would just put at the bottom um you know stimulus here should be sub 12 or whatever and then maybe deep into the comments i i haven't looked at read down on the emails that I get every day on stuff like that. Yeah, I don't but you know, some people will just see it and be like, Oh, Ben Smith wrote it. I can do this RX. I'm going to do it. It's going to be a grinder. Um, it's not supposed to be a grinder. It's, <laughs> it's supposed to have a certain stimulus and you should be shooting for a target time of like 10 to 12 minutes or something like that. Um, I wonder why main site has never really done that. They've, they've put intended stimulus before, but I mean like with specific time domains, do you mm. remember seeing that often? I know when they do like little video blurbs, they mm. talk about that a little bit. I I find the time domains extremely helpful for our class goers. I give it to SMTP. I think it's a huge like that's you know that's by and large how you can adjust a task priority workout to your capability and your capacity is is the intended time domain. Um, you know, if I give my mom fucking RX Fran, it's going to take her 30 minutes to do it, but that's not the intent of Fran, but just saying 21, 15, nine thrusters plus, I don't know. Um, I think that's been the biggest thing that I've changed since going across to Charlotte is I, ever since I became strong enough to do RX workouts, I would just do RX because I could lift the weight, but <clears throat> I didn't ever scale I hardly ever scaled in probably the year and a half before coming across to Charlotte before then. I'm like, okay, this act like in intensity and what is this actually trying to do for the first time, given the way that Taylor and Andy instruct the coaches to instruct and also write the workouts. So like, okay, that makes more sense. If I'm trying to hit this, then I know, okay, on this dumbbell workout, I should use 35s instead of 50s, even though in the past it's like 50s aren't crazy, but they'll stop me in the tracks if it's a lot of volume. And it just ends up taking forever. I think that's the biggest thing I've trained recently. To that note. One of the other things I like that Ben has done is he's given options for rest day and not just made it a blanket state like rest day. Mm. has to be a rest day. Mm. And some people may not like that. They may think it encourages people who probably need a day to do more because the option is there. Like today, I think it was handstand walk, L pull-ups, and maybe running, uh, which is not a workout and if you look at the format of that workout it's not going to be a ton of volume you add i think 25 feet to the handstand walk every round it's 15 minutes but for a lot of people just a dedicated skill day like that strict upper body pulling day would be great and it's not going to beat them up and unless they're super sore from something else they've done earlier in the week stuff like that could be a really viable option for people who maybe just want to move and practice some skills but think that because they've trained hard for three days, they need to take a day off. What do you think I, about that? I think they have to decide what they want to do with .com. Is .com a program 
for anyone, anywhere that can work out and get, and they can go to .com and look at the workout and get an amazing workout? Or is .com the example and the dictionary definition of the CrossFit methodology of it's going to be three on one off. It's going to be one piece a day, prioritizing intensity over volume, always uh, prioritizing minimum effective dose, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I, I don't, it's like half the time I'm looking at .com, I'm like, are they really expecting people to fucking join arms and actually get behind this workout and do it and like have fun. Cause I don't think anyone wants to do that workout or nor are they going to, or is this just the example of, Hey, this is what CrossFit methodology is. Do you, you know, you got what I'm saying? Yeah. I, do. I don't know if they've, I feel like with bringing these guest programmers in, they are for sure going the route of, we want more people consuming these workouts, like doing them yeah. rather than just looking at it and saying, this is the methodology. Because I'm sorry, I, I'm not doing five by five fucking deadlift every two weeks. I'm not going to lie. Like knowing that Dave wrote them, knowing that Boz wrote them, knowing that Ben has written them has made me pay attention to them a lot more for sure. And I look at it every single day, but just like seeing the workout and thinking to myself, oh yeah, if I saw that workout, I could tell that would be a Boz workout. And likewise, some of the ones you see and you're like, ah, oh, that just looks like dot-com programming of old. It just looks like the same type thing. So far, Ben's workouts have been very much so unique to his style, which I think has been really cool. I also like like part of me cringes when people call that three day on period a, a cycle. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? When they're like, well, for this three day cycle, I don't know. I'm just like, ooh, I guess it's a micro cycle, but it's just so I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there's too many options in terms of movement selection and modality selection to really look at a three-day period and and program three-day periods individually. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I have sure. to look at a bigger picture to, to really have good variance. Me and Andy program for the gym today. I enjoy doing that. I, we're going to do an episode where me and JR go. Someone asked for this. Where we, yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. One episode, part one will be JR programming for his affiliate and me being the assistant coach. And then part two will be me programming for my affiliate and him being the assistant coach and just showing the process of how we go from nothing to something, um, which I think will be really cool. And people will enjoy that. Yeah, but today we're going to talk about some of the, some of the Charlotte classic workouts, some, some, some about rogue. Um, I don't know if yep. you have anything to pull up. Will. do you have any uh, graphics or is that going to take you a second? Let's pull yeah. up the, let's it's at least pull up the workouts that, <clears throat> Charlotte Classic has released, and let's talk about those. Because I want to get into a little bit of the inspiration. Um, not so much from like the book, per se, but your creative process. When you sit down to write a competition, do you have like these workouts that you know are just like, this is firm, I'm not going to change it. The rest of the program needs to just be built around these couple workouts? Or do you really like to just have all six and the ability to tweak them all together. Where do you start? Uh, it depends. I don't think I'm sold on one or the other. I think this year, the first workout that I came up with was the interval workout that's been announced. Mm -hmm. And there were like a lot of uh, several iterations to it. Um, first iteration for elite was, 
the same format as RX, where it was two rounds of eight bar muscle ups and five sandbag burpee getovers. But I, I know with the implement that they're using, like I did it with jerk blocks, which is harder than what they're going to use because you have to plant a foot on top of the jerk block. You have mm-hmm. to plant the bag on top of the jerk block, then push it over. It's not just like a roll it over, whatever, et cetera, then get over. Um, and my time domains were pretty tight on the first two intervals to where like I knew <laughs> probably more than half of the elite field would not have any time on the first two intervals. Um, on the jerk blocks, maybe they'd have a short time frame on the implement that we're going to use. But then I was just like really in my head trying to figure out how to get that time down a little bit so that those first two intervals were still meaningful for the athletes that were going to win the workout. And mm-hmm. I think going 13 and 13 was appropriate. Um, just less transition time. You know what I mean? There's le- You don't have those same five to 10 seconds each round of walking from the block to the pull-up bar block sure. to pull up bar, et cetera, or to the biker. Um, then, so that workout came first and that came, not this one. Uh, the, yeah, I'm about, workout. To, I'm about to commit a crime trying to make this computer work for this. Oh, and, uh, What's that, what do you mean? Commit a crime? Oh, you know what that means? Get out a knife, uh, commit a crime on myself. Oh, okay. uh, Something I know you were really firm about, though, was that was the the time domain interval scheme. You were very yeah, yeah. hard about that. Like that was really important to you. And why? Why? Why were those numbers important? Well, that number was important to me because it came from the book, but also it's an it was an interval that uh, once I did it was like I it it just is like two 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 three intervals is painful. I felt like this interval was a little more painful. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm very partial to workouts that stress the psychological tolerance of athletes in terms of how hard you want to push and how much you're willing to really go for it. Um, I really like that. And I think it's something that people have never done before. Like a lot of people have never done anything like this where you have where you add to, where you have such a such a long interval with short rest in a competition, and then you finish with a five minute interval is like there's a lot of time there to see who's really gonna push yeah. hard. And I know when I tested it, I was in the gym by myself, but I had your scores. And as a competitor, you're going to be out there with five or six or seven other lanes. Everyone's finishing two minutes on the bike and just looking around like I have no clue where anyone is. So you have no choice but to like truly empty it. Yeah, which and I think for my competition, I rely less on spectator experience and more, you know, and this is not to say that you don't rely more on athlete experience, but I care more about the feel of the workout yeah. more so than I do about, okay, are, are all the spectators going to be able to see who's in first place in this workout, et cetera. Um, so that was the one I came up with first. I think in years past, there have been workouts that I've been really, really set on and like building around it. Um, this year I knew that I wanted this workout and an offsite workout. Um, and then I knew that I wanted a handful of movements that I programmed in other workouts. Um, and aside from that, it was kind of like a blank slate. Like I knew I wanted what is in our finale, which hasn't been announced. Hmm. I knew I wanted L-sits. And that came from a workout that me and you talked about a long time ago, that 60-second L-sit, 30 snatch, or was it 15 power snatch, 15 
That sounds right. Yeah, it was uh, like clean and jerk. Can't remember. Unbroken right. designation. Uh, well, oh, something finishing that's, with the bike. It, even earlier though, when we were talking about semifinals in the games, you and I were both pretty firm that we thought the LSIT was going to return. And mm-hmm. we were kind of wondering, based on the things that Boz had said, about thinking there's going to be some things in the workout that some people really want to do and some people really don't want to do. And it was like, what if they did something where it was like, you know, you had a buy-in of an LSIT into a max lift. And it would be like, hey, the, the really strong people that don't have that midline integrity just aren't going to be able to keep lifting. And we were trying to come up with any you know, obviously it ended up being the max snatch into the basically max effort run. And that being something that a lot of people probably don't want to do after they snatch heavy, yeah. but yeah, I, I'm so glad you put the LSAT in. I think it's really cool. You would see it back in the day, maybe like 2011, 12 or 13, but it would usually be like part of some floater or some mm-hmm. skills thing. But the fact that you're putting it in a workout and putting it in a workout, that's like really creative and is not going to decide who does well is really cool. Yeah, I I think it's going to highlight who is good at them and who has really good static strength in that trunk flexion position. Um, so I wanted those, and then I wanted ring dips on the high rings. I've wanted to put ring dips in a competition for like a couple years, and like I just couldn't figure out what I was comfortable with standards-wise mm-hmm. because I knew there was like not a real way for me to replicate that regional standard with the red strap. And right. then semifinals posted the complex and I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll just put them on the high rings and make sure that their top of their shoulder touches the ring at the bottom. And then at the top, they reach full extension of the elbow, obviously. Um, yeah. And I think there's, is there, is there something about the, the hip has to move up and down or is that the hip can't come like above the bottom of the ring? It was, there was some standard about the hip position. I don't know if it was that it had to move uh, vertically and or that it, shoulder. It, Right. But either way, I mean, it seemed to work out great. So yeah, yeah. I think, I don't think a standard is going to be an issue here. No. Um, so this workout, I knew kind of, I had the bones structure of this one for a while and I was kind of just on the fence about what order of the squats, what weight on the squats and then had Hunter test it and she did it really fast at a particular weight. So I made it a little bit heavier. And I think it'll still be a relatively fast workout. Um, are all these, are all these bars going to be from the floor and are they going to yeah, yeah. be stripping weight or are they going to no, be, no, no. it'll be bars? three different barbells from the floor and it'll nice. be laid out. Like if you can see the gym back here, like they'll start, uh, all the way towards the back where those GHDs are and they'll do 15 back squats and they'll come forward and their parallels will be in the middle and they'll do their 60 second L said, and they'll come forward. They'll do their, uh, 15 front squats. They'll come forward to the rings that she's on. They'll do the 30 ring dips and they'll finish just beyond the rings and do their 15 overhead squats. Um, and that'll be, that'll be cool. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a great finish. There'll be some good races and then uh, there's going to be some people that are just way behind. And I think a lot of it's going to be because of the gymnastics movements, which is why I think it's such a cool blend because everyone wants to play with the weight and throw it around, but not everybody, um, can stay up on the rings for one or two sets. And there, you know, every time you come off, that's just another muscle up you have to do. So, yeah, I think. Oh wow, Dallin Pepper liked this workout. I think um, more. I think yeah, more than anything at those weights, it's going to be who is strong enough to go unbroken while mm-hmm. still being able to finish the else in two, three sets at most for the winners. And then the ring dips, I think, are you're going to need to finish them in two sets and then go unbroken on the 
last set of overhead squats, but I think it's a cool workout as well. What's your standard for the L set? They're going to have their heels over an elevated target. And aside from their heels can't touch the target and they have to stay over the target, that's the only standard. And obviously they cannot rest. Like they can't squeeze the parallettes so tight that like they're basically sitting on their hands for support. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so like your wrist can't touch your legs, mm -hmm. but there's no like knee bend standard. Aside from your feet have to stay over the parallel. Sure. Yeah. The less is more type thing when it comes to the standards yeah. on that. Cool. What, what else has come out? And then the sixth workout. And I would say, like, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the intervals, the off-site, and this. So these are the three, like, if you're fit enough, especially on something like this, if you have enough upper body pulling stamina and pushing stamina, are going to hurt really, really bad. Like those three. And then the rest of them are probably limited by something else. I mean, you did this one. You told me about it when you did it. And I was like, dude, that is awful. Like, that's... It was That's, too much. I had to shorten it. <laughs> I remember. Um, the switching back and forth between chest to bar and toast to bar. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. What made you want to do that in this workout? I want, I, I needed more, like I wanted more trunk flexion. Like I, like an else, it's just not enough. I didn't want to do GHDs this year. Um, and I also needed some upper body pulling in addition to, the bar muscle up. I, I mean, I, I, the bar muscle up, I just feel is like, so not necessarily pure upper body pulling. Like it's a lot of press too. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just thought it was a cool concept. I was like, ah, oh, you know, I played back and forth between chest to bar and a thruster here. RX got the thruster version. Um, because the elite has some more squatting elsewhere that RX doesn't have. Um, yeah, I, I I've seen this format in other places, so it's not like I'm the first one to coin it. Um, but I just like the fact of going back and forth, and I think starting and finishing with the toast bar is a little bit easier than starting and finishing with the chest bar, in my opinion. I think you're more likely to get right to toast bar and go. Like it's not as much of a high heart rate. Like you can you can keep your heart rate lower on a toast bar, in my opinion. Whereas if you jump up for 22 chest bar, your heart rate's going to spike. Yeah, dude, I would uh, say it's almost two to one. Like it's close cycle rate. Like if you get up and do 30 chest to bar to 30 toes to bar, it's going to be close to two to one. Yeah. Speed wise. So, and I, yeah. And I just think the chest to bar like really blow you up heart rate wise. Whereas mm -hmm. the toes to bar, if I'm fucking hurting, it's, it doesn't like, there's not a point to where there's not a level of hurt for me that is so bad that I can't jump up and do a couple toes to bar. But if I'm hurting that bad, I'm going to wait longer to jump up for the chest bar. So I wanted to finish on the toast bar to give athletes something they could get right to and race a bit more on. Um, and then some heavy barbell, heavy, moderate barbell overhead. And I think 55 reps is pretty, pretty substantial there with the 165 bar. It's good. And it just really, you know, it's, it, it will come down to gymnastics capacity and like how good you are on a barbell, but also like that's a substantial amount of rowing. And if you're a bad rower or if you're bad on machines or if you have bad general metabolic conditioning, you're not going to do well in this workout at all. Yeah. And this is one that like I look at and the time domain is tough to figure out until you do it. 
because some people it's going to hit them on round three. Some people are going to be able to hold on and they're going to be like, Hey, how hard I can row is going to be what determines my time on this. What do you think good times are going to be here? I don't, uh, it's, I don't think how hard you can row. That's not the entire workout. Um, at least not how I felt it. No, I mean like on, on like the last round or two, are you going to be able to actually maintain your row pace or is it just going to become a recovery for some people? No, for a lot of people in this field, for sure going to become a recovery, but the best should be pulling probably pretty consistent the Mm -hmm. entire time. I don't think it's going to get to a point to where that last round is like a, a wicked hard push. I think the people who pace this workout the best are going to be hurting to their capacity, trying to hold what they opened up with on the rower. And that probably for the best guys is I would be I would be shocked if it's over fourteen hundred for all five rounds. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. So do you think like holding three minute like holding holding a three minute round would be average of three minute rounds is going to be a pretty good score. That's kind of what I was thinking. I think that'll be a a very good score. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense too, and I think you can do that even with like a strategic break. On the toast to bar, or For on sure. the toast to bar, chest to bar, and just being able to do the eleven unbroken um, yeah. every time, it's cool. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of volume here, but I think there's a lot of area for people to separate. I think there's going to be like a lot of people that come out way too hot as usual, and then there are going to be some people that kind of slow play it a little bit, and they know that you know breaking early might be the way to go. And then on that last round, if they can hold on for unbroken, that's the play. So yeah. I'm I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I think this it, – it's funny that you mentioned the offsite, the interval, and this workout as the ones that will hurt the most because I also believe those three workouts are the most where, most likely places where people are going to go out hot and the most likely places where if you do that, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely blasted if you go out hot on those three workouts. Why didn't you want to do GHDs? Uh, I just have done them two years in a row and – like we just got one new rogue GHD and I'm like, ah, we have these like pro max GHDs like made by this company in Texas, which are like, they've, we've had them for like 10 years. So as durable of a GHD you could possibly buy outside of a rogue. Um, you can't, you can't adjust the leg rollers, but besides that, they're great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, yeah, right. It's really hard. Like, like exactly. I just don't want to use them. Um, so maybe we'll get real. No, I think like just that point that you let off with though, and I'm finding myself doing this because next year will be the fifth year. I have tendencies. I have bias. I have movements that I've programmed every single year. And I also have movements and you have movements that are kind of like staples for your competitions or they just fit really well with your layout, like that outdoor run. Uh, you guys have that parking lot. It's like a perfect rectangle. Um, you have a place that you can do out and back for like shuttle runs or sleds. Um, so there are things from a programming standpoint, and we're not limited. We're not just like, oh, yeah, different venue every single year. Uh, we can go off the landscape. There are going to be things that I know for me for next year, like I cannot program because they're going to be way too predictable moving forward. Like if there's always pegboard, then it's there's nothing like – it doesn't add anything. There's no level of like, well, I don't know. If, is it going to be rope climb? Is it going to be pegboard? Is it going to be hand over hand sled? So like, I think your point just about, oh, I've done GHD every year. 
Like that's something good for people to take note of is that just because you have it doesn't mean you have to use it. Yeah, I each year I hope to put something in like the competition that not a lot of people do a lot of um, or use or like something that kind of surprises them or a movie that's like, damn, I have access to this, but I don't ever do it this way. Why? Um, like the first year when we had you, you know, uh, I can't remember how that went down. I think either you had the idea or we did a workout together with the ballistic block with that run. And I knew like, right when I did it, I was like, man, I'd have to use this where we ran for a mile and I ran for 400 meters and you ran for 1200 with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not an exaggeration guys. Like I, I have not, I have not, um, been a coward very often in my life on workouts. And I just remember on that workout, I wanted none of it, wanted none of the discomfort. And like, it was at the end of a workout that I'd already pushed pretty hard to stay with Taylor on. And then I was just like, Hey, like, that's fine. No ego. You're going to be able to carry it. And like me running with you, carrying a 70 pound ballistic block is going to be pretty, um, comparable. So the thing, yeah, hurt. yeah I was going to use it for the belt and run but you had this idea to use it in that GHD row workout that I actually like even more. So I was like, Hey, I'll just use the feed bags and you use the blocks. And it was awesome. Cause it was raining too. And it just made that workout way more gritty. Yeah. So like that, um, last year we had like the Jerry cans, like we had these military Jerry cans filled with like wet sand. They were like 90 pounds for farmers carry and they just looked cool as fuck. So um cool. and, and like and the go ruck bag and, I mean, and the go ruck it, it was like a little military workout with like med ball ghd sit-ups and a go ruck like squat handstand walk it was awesome um and then this year there's the l sit um which people train but again in this format it's a little bit different and then there the the interval format like that interval time domain is something that like not a lot of people have done um <laughs> I'd venture to say maybe even no one has done until seeing it, which is cool. Uh, maybe I'll be corrected on that. Um, and then a couple other things that'll come out that I know for a fact that people don't train a lot of and are going to get <laughs> going to have some trouble with. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we got like 10 more minutes to talk about rogue, but. Oh my was, God. Was, Let's pull was, rogue it was, up. It was kind of a good segue you had mentioned that workout with the jerry cans and the go rucks bags but then what did it have with it it had handstand walk it had med ball ghd so to me this is a really cool like way to start talking about rogue and what we assume is going to be the only you just described a workout that sounded very rogue until you got to the handstand walk they've never programmed it in an in-person competition that movement which is crazy is, is are we going to get that this year are we going to get maybe like a wall walk variation like we had the wall facing handstand pushups wall walks are like a really, really good grinder. If you haven't done them with a vest or a ruck, they work fine with that, like to make them weighted. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what do we think about rogue? What do you think's coming? We've gotten a little, some, some teasers here and there with that strongman dumbbell and kind of the size of it compared to a regular 50 pound dumbbell that Katie posted. Um, I think there was a picture posted with the log, you know, that the log bar is coming back. We can talk about maybe what we think that's going to be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, let's start like long and hard, like endurance. There's usually something like that. Last year they did that 
run on the ranch. What do you are you thinking? There's going to be a workout like that offsite, or do you think everything is just going to be at Del Diamond? Can you pull up their Instagram, Will, with us on the side? I see you. I see you clicking through it over there. Yeah, I mean, which one? What do you want? Just pull that Instagram up. I want you to pull that picture of the bull up. Oh, that's sick. Oh, of the bull sled. I think they're going to put fucking Jason sitting right down on one horn and then another <laughs> athlete sitting right on that other horn. And they're going to play seesaw. <laughs> Dude, that is sick. Yeah. Look at the welds on that thing. Make me full. Tight welds. Dude, I love a good weld. A nice I love welding. Feet. Dude, it's so. I might, I might buy a welder just for my backyard. Don't, Don't see anything. Do you, do you have, I know do you how to weld. Do you have it up on your screen, Will? I don't see anything. Yeah. Oh, do you see it, Taylor? I see it. What are you talking about? It's in the middle of our. I've got nothing on my end, but uh, our silhouettes of mustaches and eyebrows. Really? That's odd. How about now? Nope. Well, wow. Picture this, JR. There's a big (laughs) iron bull with juicy horns. Amazing welds. Got shaping it. a beautiful geometry of a, a oh, precious wow. Texas cow. The 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 uh, comment section doesn't see it either. Taylor, what do you think is what do you think they're going to use the bar the the log bar for this year? Last oh, year was it? last year they, was she posted it right? Yeah, she posted. I mean, they posted a picture of it. Um, do, you do you think it's going to? It? Do you think it's going to be used for a hanging gymnastics movement? I can see it now. Um, like last year they did for bar muscle ups, do you think they're going to use it for something hanging or do you think it might just be lowered on the rig to be used for something else? Um, man, I hope they use it for toes to bar. I kind of, I kind of think they might bring the mule back and they'll do like burpee something could be like a burpee pull up, could be a burpee chest to bar pull up. I think, um, if they kept the theme of like something, having something really grip intensive, maybe they could do a, axle bar deadlift or like kettlebell deadlift and it would just be another iteration of that 2159 workout i i hope they don't do another iteration of that i hope it's different because i think if you do one thing too many times i'm just like uh they've already done the mule twice yeah and i know a couple years ago they did like some over unders right with a log i think it would be cool if they did Maybe they had it kind of low, like a 30-inch, like think Happy Star, and they did like burpee get-overs over the log like that where it was low enough to where you could really keep the speed uh, and it wouldn't be really dependent upon, you know, how tall you are to be able to do a get-over on a really high one. At the games, we saw the logs for like, you know, get-over and then put the sandbag over. Uh, I'm with you though. I kind of hope that it is – as a gymnastics element. I I would be willing to bet it's a tota bar or like you said, a burpee pull up, burpee chest bar. Um I have a hard time seeing them lowering that and using that thin log as something to get over. Like I would imagine, like like in Happy Star, it's quite a bit thicker, right? And that over under log is quite a bit thicker. Yeah. Like that's probably a four inch diameter or three and a half inch diameter. I believe Happy Star and that over under workout were like an eight or a ten inch like utility pole diameter. Yeah, I think Happy Star was just basically like a monster light rig, but it was like a beige color. Like it wasn't, it was just like. Oh, it wasn't even a log. Right. It was just like a, yeah, it was just like an attachment, like an upright kind of. Yeah. Or they could just do bar muscle ups again because everybody's, you know, did them last year. So I hope they have the hill 
like I would be disappointed if the hill wasn't in there. I feel like that's a staple of Rogue now, and it's something super unique, and it adds a stimulus. There's so much you can do with it. You know, they did that turtle hand over hand pull up the hill last mm. year, and we talked about like could you get some feed bags and tell them they have to reverse like backpedal up mm. the hill, dragging something like dragging a person, like a dummy in front of them. That would be really cool to see. Um, yeah. If they, if they ran to the, the hill. Sure. If they ran to the top of the hill and did something up there, like they got up there and then they squatted or did burpees or did thrust, or, you know, something like that. And then ran back down the hill and it's not I, just like a run up and then run right back down. Could you see them? changing the surface of the hill into a uh, stair. That would be so cool, dude. Do you think they'd be reluctant to do that for safety? I think it it would depend on how uh, deep each step is. Like if someone took a step backwards, are they immediately yeah, going to yeah. have to, you know, but that would be so fucking cool. Wouldn't I just it? Think it would, yeah. It would be Stairs? really cool. That'd be awesome. Um, I thought about this too. From like, where the lanes start, I guess it's, it's probably somewhere in between what the pitcher's mound and home plate. Maybe I can't remember the, the dimensions. I think it's right. I think it's right at the pitcher's mound. Like that distance. Like, ah, if, no, so there, right. so there to the Hill. Do you think like, I'm pretty sure Katie's a pretty avid biker. Do you think they would do like a bike repeater style workout where they got bikes out there and like biked, on the field i don't think they'd bike just because of them using them at the games this year just not just not just not biking at all yeah i don't see them using a a cycle like a bicycle maybe what about what about echo you think echo's still there i could for sure see an echo um i could oh man how many times has a biker been used in so a biker has never ever been used in individual CrossFit Games competition, not one right, time. right, and and I think the only other events relevant to use it are Dubai, Dubai. Um, they've used it. CrossFit they've used it for. They've used it for age groups, and they've used it maybe for teams. Right. Oh yeah, I mean some other some other competitions have have definitely used them. Um, just haven't seen them at CrossFit Games competitions, and a, a lot of people. Rogue doesn't shy away from monostructural. Like a lot of people think of Rogue as being a, just a really heavy, robust test with more mm-hmm. of a weightlifting feel. But like they did ski and echo last year. They ran twice. They did the long run on Thursday and then they did the run with the goblet squat and the muscle up. Like yeah. they don't they don't shy away at all from monostructural stuff. Um, I don't I think the first year, maybe when like Berman was there, do you remember that chipper with rowing wall balls? I think it had kettlebell lunges, box jump overs. That's the last time I remember them rowing at Rogue. Um, but didn't they row? Didn't they row one year here at Dell Diamond? The first year they had Dell Diamond, they did a row workout in BKG. It had like handstand push-ups. And I uh, the chipper it. that had yeah. the jerry can, maybe. Yeah. And the gymnastics was like strict yep. handstand push-up, yep. ring yep. muscle up. Yep. So I mean, yeah, they've they've used they've used ski, they've used the row. They've used Echo Bike. I think it would be cool if they put the bike erg in there, especially if it was like, like to me, when I think of Rogue, I think the duel. Like, I just think of that elimination style format, which is really cool. They did it one year with the drag rope, squat, snatch, and the sandbag to the pedestal. And then last year, they did it with the legless rope climb, overhead squat, the sandbag carry. 
I think when you put like a bike erg in that setting where you just have to make people sprint at the very beginning of some kind of one minute interval, that just makes it nasty. Dubai like, did that too, though. Didn't they do that with the overhead squat workout? It was like maybe handstand walk and overhead squat, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I agree. I like that. I hope they use the D ball as well this year. I just love the D ball. Like yeah, you don't see that come up as much. Mm-hmm. Like whether they like, I think because uh, they did the online qualifier had sandbag over the shoulder with dumbbell step over. I think it'd be really cool to see the return of the year they did the online rogue when they did the D the D ball step over. That's just a gnarly movement. And or or squat clean the squat God, clean that would be yeah, awesome. So yeah, and we're like right at a week out, and I don't I haven't seen anything. So. Do we have any? Do we have a? Uh roster you can pull up at all probably barbell spin probably has one yeah barbell spin so the latest edition shelby neal is in the field which is pretty cool that she got in um not sure who is out because of that edition but um it's cool to see someone locally that we know kind of break into that echelon of like you know super high status i mean this is the most prestigious competition to go to for sure isn't that interesting how Rogue Invitational is more considered more prestigious than the games? Yeah, it's like you gotta, you know, you gotta you gotta go to the games to perform to even get there. So <laughs> all right, guys, I gotta pick up Lilia from school. Uh, I'm just gonna listen in the car. Keep going. All right, we'll run through we'll run through this roster real quick and then all right, cool. jump off. Wow. Okay, so gosh, look at that men's field. Ricky Garrard. Crazy. Travis Mayer, meh. Hopper, BKG, Yele Hoste, Lazar Jukic. Wow, Jeff, Pat, Roman, Brent. Goodness gracious, that's going to be insane. Chandler? Yeah, Chandler, Noah, Dallin, Yana. Yeah, I mean, there's really, it's like, like pick, a, pick a top 10. Jeff, Pat, Roman, Brent, Noah, Dallin, Yana. Chandler, Jay, Lazar, Yella, BKG, Bailey Martin, Jason Hopper, Travis Mayer, Ricky Garrard. <laughs> like you, you can't pick a top ten. You could pick a top seventeen. Oh man, it's it's nuts. The men's field is crazy, crazy, crazy stacked. Yeah, the ladies, not quite so deep, but the star power of Tia Toomey and Laura going head to head. Gotta imagine that's gonna be quite. The battle, Alice kind of carries in. carries the show. Uh, who carries the show? The Laura versus Tia. Yeah, Laura like, versus Tia battle. That's such a big matchup that it's mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. Well, it matters, but as far as the storyline. But the other thing is, dude, Emma Lawson, Emma yeah. Carey, Ariel Lowen, Alex Kazan, Alexis Raptus. Those ladies also. Alexis pulled off. out. Alexis Raptus did pull out. Yeah. Why? Because of her. Uh, colitis. Oh, didn't know. What's that? It's like a, I think it's a like stomach autoimmune disease. And it, I think it, she just had a huge flare up and couldn't train or eat for a long time. And so she decided not to do it. <coughs> but yeah, it would be funny if all, everyone talks about Laura, Tia, and then someone else middles or has a show. Okay, if I can do whatever the fuck I want, asshole. <laughs> okay so katrin pulled out yeah do we, knew, do we know why that happened i don't remember i don't know if we know or yeah i don't know 
That's crazy. Okay, Bethany Flores. So her back must be feeling like way, way, way better, which yeah. is great. Awesome for her. Um, interesting. And we now know that Shelby Neal is in and that one other person is out. So is that Alexis Raptus that is out and Shelby no. Neal's in? Who's in, in place of? I don't know who's in place of Alexis. Okay. But then someone else is out and Shelby's in. Crazy. Crazy. Catch all the live action next week on the Savan podcast. Are are they gonna be jocking that stream? Oh yeah. Oh uh, not no. Not what do you mean, jacking? Like I mean, like is Rogue gonna allow them to jock the stream and commentate over it, or are they just gonna no, do recaps? I don't, so. I don't think they asked. So I don't know if Rogue's not allowing it, but I think they're just doing I think the I think they're just gonna do previews and recaps probably. Well, you gonna do them? Uh, previews and recaps. Are you gonna watch the rogue? Maybe my plan was to do every workout they announced in my own gym and beat everyone's times, and then call everybody cunts on Instagram. Like really, really? <laughs> Go for it. was at the gym Monday, and he was like, "You should 100 do that. It would be so funny." <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I kind of like that. Be... Huh? I kind of like it. It, it, it would. <laughs> Just and then you just randomly don't post the workouts that you can't do or we don't have the ability it, to do. Exactly, just one workout. Just I like, would have won, and it's just like two of the workouts. <laughs> just me doing one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, that's hilarious. You should do that. Choose women's bars, fake weights. <laughs> yeah, I would need to do that. Well, cool. Good episode. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Bye-bye. Got anything else? Sign Same. up for Self-Made Training Program, 14-day free trial. If you do a, you want 60-minute track, we got you. You trying to compete? You got aspirations? You didn't win anything as a high schooler in sports, and you want to have a go at, at qualifying to sports as an adult? Strap into that compete program. <laughs> <laughs>